Whoa, you added that. No, I was there. Is that true? That's there, I swear. Ay, ay, ay. Hey. Uh, happy hour to you, my dentist friend. Well, yeah. And uh, the sun is shining bright. Looks lovely and bright in your office. Yard. It's uh, approaching 60 degrees out. What? The, uh, Didn't just snow like a bunch? Yes. And it rained a bunch. And now green stuff that wants to be green is saying, okay, we know you mean it this time. Here we come. Uh-huh. And while there could be a few a little scattered snow flurry in the early morning, any any now, any time now, there's, we're done with accumulation and there's no surprises known. And that also means that the steelhead are going to start to run. The cycle and of the upcoming seasons. episodes, I'll cover my next trips. Nothing to report now, of course, except the big wait. I'm not the able to wait. fish again until uh, probably later next week. Do you, do you, are you going to fish again in Michigan? I'm going to fish again in Michigan and wish again that I caught some. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Good setup there. So, yeah, like we're turning the, we're rounding the bend towards uh, this yieldy springtime. Yes. Yes. Where your dogwoods uh, smell as they do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to dig into that a little bit to, or explore that a little deeper. Yes. Well, you get your uh, snout right up on that flower and report back. Uh, so, yeah, so it's, it's nice. You know, it uh, seems the winters are longer. I told you about my plan to pick, uh, start ice fishing. Um, and that will be. When uh, is that, in June? <laughs> It ends June. No, it it's got a it's got a middle of the winter season. It ends sooner, long before spring, and begins long after winter starts because the ice so has to be four inches thick. Uh, so you're planning that for uh, next year, two o two two, the winter of two o two two. Ice two o two three. Oh, oh yeah, winter two o two two slash two two o three. Yeah, winter. Yeah. Winter's just hard year. to. What, what year are we in? Two o two one, two o two three, right here. I think it's still 2020. Yeah. Feels no. like it. No. <laughs> no. Yes. So things are good, you know? Doing, uh, I have a, a sports car story. I appreciate this. Oh, well, uh, do you want to go into that or do you want to go into why you were late to our recording session uh, today? No, let's go. Forget about why I was late. I, I don't even know I can remember, but it's a long, <laughs> that's a long, boring story. This one is shorter and, and equally as boring. Like, um, fast like a sports car? So, so my little uh, 74 Mercedes, as you know, from episode well. one, all of our listeners are or whatever, nodding their heads. I, I found a wonderful warehouse to store it in, 46 miles from here in Dwojiak, Michigan, uh-huh. uh, home of the uh, of the, uh, of the wandering people. minnow bar and saloon, which I've sent you pictures of the T-shirts, I'm sure, um, in Dwojiak. So I went to go get my sports car, I had my tools to hook the battery back up, had my wife drive me in, got there. Took the hood off the car, uncovered it, opened the hood, got in, hooked up the battery, opened the door. Best news was the light went on in the car when the door opened, so meant power Yay. was connected. Put the key in the ignition and turned it, and it went, and just when it was ready to start, it went, and there was a little puff of blue smoke oh, from fuck. the corner under the hood, blue near smoke the, is uh, bad smoke. underneath the battery. And so I, I quickly did a, an obvious Wait, diagnosis. You had a battery fart? Yes. Well... Below that, below the battery. Well, I may be at the lower reaches of the battery's bowels, so it I mean, could be considered. That's where the farts come from. But it could have been a, it could have been a, a fuse, but that would have created blue smoke. So as I'm looking, we got our two uh, telephone lights blaring in the inside of the hood of my car, and it says, "Look like these wires are bared, like maybe something's been chewing it." 
right, said right. the owner of the warehouse where the car was stored for $270, where one doesn't expect mice to get into the belly of the car and chew the wires, which happened there. Huh. And it went, psh, and that psh, was a couple of bare wires touched each other and shorted out the car, which would mean that it could have blown a fuse, right. but without repair, it would just happen again and again, or maybe start a little fire. And yeah. I have seen, I have set this car on fire before. I don't ever want to do that again. The brake went on fire in a car with a full tank of gasoline. Well, that's uh, not advisable. Not what? Yeah, that's not advisable. No. I, uh, I, I, there's a podcaster that, that I listen to that tells this story about how um, he, uh, he was renting someplace and there was this big fucking rat that came into his apartment and he complained to the landlord and the landlord said, uh, I didn't make the rat. God made the rat. Like the, the fact that there's a rat in your apartment is not my problem. That's a, you that's know, a true take, story. Take it up with a higher power. Is that a true story you set up for punchline? No, that's a true story. That, that is the punchline. God made the rat. So, 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 so uh, if, if, a, if a rodent is chewing through your wires, you know, so, how is that really the responsibility of the, of the, I'm sure if I read the contract, which I, which I have in front of me right here. I see, I see. The contract signed. Super fully worked. I will be looking at the fine print, but I'm sure what it says is something like, if mice get into your fucking car, that's not our problem. You shouldn't be storing it in a warehouse if you're worried about it. It probably says that in the policy. And but I'm look, not, if you're going to store your car, store it with a cat as well, right? That's not a bad idea. But the thing is, the undercarriage, the undercarriage access to the engine is available in every car that's made. So that a mouse could enter it. So if the building has mice, it's a real problem. Now they're ending the rental. There's no more warehouse rental for cars beginning now. So this is my last bit. But I'm, I'm at the guy's mercy. He's got my car. My contract says it's expired. And he's in his golf cart where he drove me to the middle of this warehouse where my car is stowed with 11 other cars. Strangely, his golf cart hasn't been chewed apart. Uh, well, he's on the move with that. He's active with that. It's not like my car sitting there for months at a time. But anyway, you know, rodents and, and vermin love the the taste and the feel of hard plastic on their fucking teeth. Don't we all? Raccoons eat uh, uh, gas cans, plastic gas cans, tires of uh, tires of, of wagons, and I love chewing on lawnmower wagon tires. They'll eat right through them. Yeah, and they'll eat through the wood to get to it, and they'll sit yep, there yep. and they'll chew. And they're not eating it to swallow it. If you were to put a camera on them, they'd be chewing and they'd be saying. Oh, that! Oh, that tastes good. Oh no! no oh, that! Until the tires have gone. Yeah. Eat through of uh, motherfucking. Uh, I got uh, a, uh, Belts that make engines go. But anyway, I'm at his I've got, mercy. I've got a half a tire here in my office that I chew on when I'm when there I'm you go. You know, chew between on projects. Chew on this tire, big boy. But anyway, yeah. you know. So I'm like, they, I, look, what know, they I'm, need is they need they need some some cats they're patrolling. Well, that would actually be a quite a deterrent. But then you do have to manage the cat shit. But at any rate, well, that would notwithstanding, there I am, and, and he's in his golf cart. He's got an appointment. He's a busy man. He yeah. he is the owner of this warehouse, and he's got everything rented out, and it takes up two full city square blocks. He's got to have a golf cart to get from one end to the other. So it's, unless you want to jump in your car and drive around the corner. So anyway, he's a busy man. So I'm like, well, let me try this, and I hooked up a power pack to, to make sure that it wasn't the battery, that somehow the battery blew, and that, of course, didn't do a thing. And so that tested out. I said, well... It's a spark below here. I don't have the tools to do it. I don't, I'm not a mechanic. Uh, time's up here. Got to go. Put a cover back on it and left. Went back to the car. My, my wife's like, where's your car? I'm like, she didn't like this car. She didn't like this car. I mean, that's obvious. That was obvious from when the first time you anyway, said that you had she a She was a good yeah. sport about it, and, and then we drove home. And uh, so now 
part two. I've got part two, but any questions so far? She any was comments? a good sport about it. And then we drove home is like the, the ending of all of our stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, you mouse. Uh, first of all, outside of the U S there's not this culture of personal storage. Like in the U S we, we, I say, uh, you guys, uh, purchase so much crap that you end up like you can't fit it all in your house. And, and then there's this concept of, you know, well, fine, I'll go and pay. Like I, rather than throw this shit away, I'd rather pay for it to go be in some storage location. And I don't know, in Europe, those, do those that. places, like they, they don't do that. It's they uh, don't have any place to store stuff. Well, it's not, I don't know. Uh, or it's just not in the culture, so they don't. Well, need. I mean, for sure, we uh, we here in Spain, we have uh, like your your uncle's barn that no longer has any livestock in it, and if you wanted to, you could put all of your excess, you know, your old the clothes for your kid for your kids when they were babies and stuff. You could throw them in there, and they could be there and rotting until uh, until they end up getting thrown away. Like that's a thing that happens, but there's not this whole industry of uh, you know, I have all of this shit that I think that I might possibly need. I don't know. Uh, I recently yeah. read a I recently read a book about uh, decluttering and about how uh -huh. uh, you, you don't read a whole book about it. Yeah, a and I book. threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> no, you meant you passed it on. You want to throw it away? That's not that's not part of an official. It was digital decluttering it was digital. plan. So it's this book called uh, "It's All Too Much" by Peter Walsh, and. He goes through like he has been a like guru for helping Americans get like f who feel so burdened by all of their shit yeah. that they that like they can't live anymore. Yeah. And I think we've all we we can all sympathize with that because we all have stuff in our house that if you if someone really asked you why do you have that you'd be like well I don't know and you know I might I might need that at some point or or that was that particular thing buried deep, deep, deep in a drawer was important to me once. And uh, he, he sort of walks you through all the reasons why uh, you should look at the uh, like value of a thing is, is one thing. Like say you paid 50 bucks for this shirt that you've worn once, like five years ago. Uh, but you need to compare that value with the cost of fucking having it in your, in your life. And, it uh, it makes a very compelling case for being very 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 critical and just making going through your house and making pretty quick decisions about you know I haven't used this in four years if I needed it again it would cost me ten dollars to buy a new one get rid of it so let Which, me let me uh, let me pose the situation to you that that counters that um, oh and there are many in some in some aspects and and of course it. it it isn't part of the argument in the first place, but in my uh, situation, I have room on my property and have two workshops, an ex outside workshop where all my wood and carpentry and big cutting filthy saws are. And then in the basement of the house, another workshop where all my screws and bolts and stuff are and all my fishing gear. Yep. Screws and bolts. Yes. So with the screws and bolts in the basement, for example, I have ample cabinet space and drawer space to put things. So if you open one drawer, there'd be a couple of doorknobs in there. If you open another drawer, blah, blah, blah. Now, the other day, to prove the point, of course, so I, I broke a doorknob in my house. I went downstairs. I opened the doorknob drawer. I How angry were you when you broke a doorknob? 
Pardon me? How angry were you when you broke a doorknob? I wasn't angry at all. I was mild-mannered. It was just time. In fact, I'm you not- You just wanted to get through the door and, and the doorknob was like- My sister-in-law did it and I don't know how. And I didn't, it didn't matter to me. I, I forgave her instantly. Uh -huh. And the good news was I had one downstairs and the good news was 20 minutes later, I had a new working doorknob on my house. Sure. So it's not, it's, it's, that's not clutter. No, it's it, it isn't. If it's, if it's, if you have space for it and it, and when you walk into, when you walk into that uh, workshop or whatever, and it's not piled cluttered. fucking to the rooftops with shit that you think that you might need. Yeah. Or cluttered. Be, you know, it can't it? be cluttered. Right. So that, that's a fine that's way. Uh, but there are so many people in, that live lives where, uh, you know, like the place where I keep all of my uh, computer cables is like, it's, it's not super orderly, but it's not like in my way. It's not bothering me. But also, I'm not going to need a firewire cable that they don't even make computers that like support that technology yeah. anymore. Uh, that can all be, you know, set free. And, uh, but also... I don't know. We're we have uh, aging children, and they have lots of little toys that they played with a whole bunch when they were four and five and six. That now that they're you know almost nine and thirteen, uh, don't touch anymore. And yet we still have a whole fucking drawer full of those toys in our yeah. living room. And that that's an example of something that can go away. Yeah. Or clothes that you know that you haven't worn in ten years. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you a, a painful experience on that point. I may have mentioned it in a previous episode under a different topic, but I, it, uh, what happens with people is they kind of start to collect stuff. They see stuff they like and they say, oh, I've, like in the case, one of my cases, it's knives. And if I find a nice knife and I like it, and, and I, put them on, I put them in different places where it's safe to, to keep them. Okay, Dexter. Got, you know, a dozen of them. So those are small and, and they're not cluttering anywhere. You've got but seven within arm's reach right now at your desk. No, I have... If I were to guess four, I make sure that's true no matter where I sit in the house. If Just someone were in, if someone were to run into your office right now, you could stab them. No, I use my uh, I use my Killian's beer bottle over their head. Ah, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't know. This would be too much of a bar fight. Yeah, you wouldn't. And I'd just reach over with my left hand like this, as you can see in the camera. And, and why would you want to get your knife dirty? If, yeah, when you can just break a beer bottle. Well, well, because and then yeah. right. And then you, Anyone, have beer, then you have a broken beer bottle in your hand, which makes for the second weapon. Right, and exactly. Did you use it to bludgeon your assailant? Now you can use it to stab them, if need be, in right. the throat near the juggler. And right. that's the end of it. If they persist. Hey, man, is that why they call it Killians? <laughs> oh, mark, mark in your notes. 20-something uh, uh, minutes. Yep. Uh, yeah. Equip one, episode 149. Quip number one. Is that true? The episode number, yes, yes. How's the money rolling in? Well, so speaking of your your gesture, I was gonna I was gonna say that uh, you know anyone that wanted to watch Dennis's eloquent uh, mimicking of attacking someone from behind, they was attacking him from behind, could go to uh, patreoncom slash happy. Really? Is that true? Yep. I thought and you said that. Did you send this, me something? This video that I gave you legal permission to use my face. Or what do you call it? My continents? My, uh, you don't my have personage? <laughs> my image? Yes. My it was image? All, it was all in the fine print. Yes. <laughs> fine look, print. Look I wonder why you, you send me these emails in five font. Jeremond, five font. They're, they're really in seven. Kind of... They're really in seven point font, but you know, you're old. So 
when you get to a certain age, everything looks like fine print. Am I right? <laughs> no, you're wrong. I have I wear spectacles to correct that problem. Uh, it isn't spectacles. that it seems to be in a different in a font that's too small. Doesn't matter what font it is, it's blurry. <laughs> Doesn't matter whether it's big or small. If it's a certain distance away, it's blurry. Uh, well, and, and I told you about the excitement of my uh, eye doctor said, oh, I have your, your, your test results here. He said, this is amazing. You are textbook. You are textbook losing your vision at exactly the rate that is projected uh, by uh, uh, individuals in your age range. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're, you're right at, the, at an average right, rate. You're, you're right at the, at the top of the, of the bell curve. <laughs> I said to him, I said something Thanks, like Thanks, Doc. I said, Fuck off. I said to him, I said, and so you're saying this in such a way that makes me think that you think somehow this is good news? <laughs> why are you, why are you so uh, overjoyed at, at, at He's this? never seen, he's never seen an average dude before. Never seen. Everyone's so, always a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit worse than the average dude. Ask me if I'm like from Columbus, Ohio, which as you know, is the most average American city in the United States, Columbus, Ohio. Well, it's true. That's, just, that's just me. That's where everybody goes because that's where the highest percentage of people that are interviewed seem more or less like the majority of people in the country. Wow. Yes. That reminds me, my, my smart ass kid the other day told me that um, he said, he, he, here's all this stuff from YouTube. He says, uh, did you know that the most boring person in the world doesn't exist? And I said, what? Which was obviously the answer he was going for. He said, because if, we, if he was the most boring person, that would make him interesting. It's like, whoa, whoa okay. man. Heavy yeah. dude. It's like, whoa. You got to put that whole story as the, uh, as the uh, subtitle of the episode. To, it's like, pass you whatever know, you're uh, smoking, son. Jesus. Hey, so uh, I got it. Before I forget this, uh, I was doing some channel surfing, looking for something or other. And keep it up with uh, Super Pump, which I don't know if you picked up on that yet. And nope. keep it up with the Lakers uh, uh, oh, documentary, uh, you know, Showtime kind of kind of show, which I really just love. Oh my god! Uh, but I I found into a fascinating docudrama about Brian Wilson, the Beach Boys, mm. and his He's younger self was played by uh, Rick Dano, um, and who you know from uh, uh, There Will Be Blood among other things, the, the outrageous uh, um, Daniel Day-Lewis uh, pick. Just outrageous. One of the most violent and excruciatingly, brilliantly done uh, Westerns I have ever seen in, in my life. This is this got to get on your on your list somewhere. I don't know Rick Dano. Rick Dano. He's a good-looking he, uh, bloke, though. Huh? Well, I don't know. There's several Rick Danos. Hmm. IMDb. Yeah, okay. And... Um, uh, anyway, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? I don't know. You were watching some uh, Lakers, and then you went to Westerns, and yeah, but, Dano but, but the, the thread of thought was before playing. that was, uh, was I the, don't know what, but it had to yeah. do with Rick Dano. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, oh, Here I know what it was. I know what it was. <sighs> I, I, I fell into this docu docudrama where Rick Dano played Brian Wilson in his younger years, yep. and strangely enough, um, he was played by uh, Cusack, John Cusack, as the older Brian Wilson. And what's remarkable about it is how little those two men look alike and how jarring it was and how, the particularly the second time I saw it, how their physical continence didn't really matter because 
each of those two actors completely captured the spirit and the, the torture of Brian Wilson. And so it was interesting to see how the physical, how that transformation that didn't look the same physically. I mean, certainly people look differently as they get older, but if you were doing an aging photo of Rick Dano, uh, it wouldn't look like John Cusack. What the hell are you talking about? John Cusack hasn't been anything in anything for... John Cusack hasn't been in anything for years, I think, and I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, uh, and he was he was uh, Academy Award nomination good, in my view. It was It was stunning. Stunning. Anyway, you can put that on your list too. Love and mercy. Yes, yes, and it ended with uh, from 2014. Brian Wilson uh, and his band doing uh, two songs up from their recent tour. Very, in very, the 60s, very, very much. Beach Boys leader Brian Wilson struggles with emerging psychosis as he attempts to craft an avant-garde pop masterpiece. In the 1980s, he's a broken, confused man under a 24-hour watch of a shady therapist. And the shady therapist, the Actors antagonist, is played by none other the star of Billions. Whom you know well, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, and and he is, he nails it so. Well. Okay, Paul Dano. You were saying oh, something Paul else. Paul Dano. What was I saying? Rick Dano. Yeah, you were saying something else. That's no, I was saying Rick, Rick, Rick Dano. Yeah, that's a, okay. It's a guy who my wife. Different guy. Different guy. Paul Dano. Okay, well, you, it's good thing we have some checking here. Right? I see the, the guy. I don't. I don't. I don't know him from anything. But you know, you see his picture. I see his picture, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So compare that to John Cusack, and that's my point. Yes. I'm glad you did some instant research to, to catch up on the conversation. Somebody somebody has to somebody fact check has, your bullshit. Somebody has to, yes. Somebody has to do it. In real told. time. This is real somebody time. Somebody on this the is podcast like, has to do what they're told. Not, not like, I could have just let you ramble on. And, well, uh, you, you do that all the time. I meant to ask you, I mean to ask you, in fact, uh, at the conclusion of last week's episode, uh-oh. I was telling a story, and when I was done with it, you looked at me and you said, the last 15 minutes of what you've been talking about is already. <laughs> so, and, and, and I, I thought later, I thought, well, did you do it because you were instantly editing me or because our time had run out on Zoomcaster or whatever it's called. Uh, that, Zencaster. I got to put my glasses on to see the, the name that, of the program. That, when Zencaster. When I was, I was, when I was, I was editing that, 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 my, that comment of mine cracked me up. So, so oh, much. I'm glad you thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, I thought, yeah. well, it's okay from now on. You'd been, you'd been going it. on and on about uh, how like some guy was on me to you in a bar and, he was. and he didn't let you play. He was. Your he, was. Go, man, man, man. he was. He was rude. My brother appreciated the story. I won't tell you the story. I'll tell him. Good. At least he appreciates my stories, unlike you. So I had a uh, an incident today. Well, this this whole past week, uh, where uh, my wife had been complaining that. My, is this a joke? No. I mean, lots of so jokes start off with my starting wife. You're starting is just like the jokes you tell. Right. No. My wife has been complaining that that's my that my closet, we have this built-in closet in our in our bedroom. She's been saying that it smells like mold and it, you know, it stinks. And I don't smell as well as she does. I mean, I don't smell as good as she does or as well as she does. And it, she complained about this a year ago, and we called our home insurance, and they came over, and they were like, "Well, I don't see any, I don't see what's wrong here. Like, our my my the back of my closet wall it connects with our uh, with the bathroom uh-huh. upstairs. It's not a it's not an ensuite bathroom, but it's the bathroom next to the uh, next to the master bedroom. And uh, uh, there's and the source. 
Right. And so we had people come over and they were like, well, there's this radiator here. Does the radiator, uh, you know, do you lose pressure in your radiator uh, water system? And we said no. And they were like, well, this is weird. And a year ago they said, well, you know, I think it was super sexist. I like, I was here when the guy came over and he said, well, I think your wife mops this floor with too much water and there, and it like seeps through, through the, into the cracks in the, between the wall and the floor. And, and of course she was not amused by that, but and anyway, so like then a year later, like we, we call them back up and, and, she, and she's really insistent and they come over and they have these, they have these little devices that they can uh, put up against the wall and it will tell them how, how like saturated with water a, a particular huh. section of the wall is. A water density monitor. monitor. Uh, yeah. There's a special word a for water it. Water absorption yeah. density assessment tool. Sure. Let's go with that. Uh, what is the water? What's the water uh, absorption acronym? density? Uh, what? What at? What at? What that? What that? Yeah. So they put their they put their what at at the at the wall, and uh, and they and they and they concluded, yeah, this wall is wet. Uh, like duh. Uh, but like you can't necessarily tell just by touching a wall if it's wet or if it's just cold, right? Uh, well, no, that's not tool. true. Depending on what it's made out of, is it plaster, mortar, and plaster? Yeah, yeah. Well, it isn't so, going to swell much, so the the meter may be measuring the relative moisture of the uh, cavity as opposed to the actual absorption level. And there's got to be some like electrical conductivity sensing as well. I don't know exactly how how this how moisture, the works. It measures moisture, whether it's embedded in the board or not, as immaterial. The moisture right. oftentimes is more prevalent on the outside wall, and there's moisture that's trying to absorb through the plaster and shit, but doesn't get there. So because right, the, but also, the plaster like, actual, you know, does keep some of the water out. But also on the inside of the closet, before you get to the wall, there was a, one of these thin sheets of uh, this faux wood that like you put at the back of a closet, right? Paneling. Yeah, paneling, sure. Uh, and Faux wood. Wait faux wood. Let's stop right here. Let's, let's, let's stop right here. <laughs> Look, you're, we've all had faux wood. Am I you're right? referring to the thing that everyone in the world calls a paneling as as what? Faux, faux what? Faux wall? Faux, wood. Faux wood. F a u x w o o d. Yes. Faux wood. Wow. I mean, you're different. You're you. As my look. friend Robbie Robbie Burns used to say, "You're a doozy." Sometimes yeah, you get yeah, yeah, you're a doozy. Sometimes you get excited and it's just faux wood. Look uh, up the word but, doozy on your little, uh, little I know computer doozy screen. Where would that word come from? That's a real doozy. Hold on. I'm telling a story here. Oh. We'll, we'll come back to doozy. Uh, so oh, Yeah, that's right. That's right. The faux wood in the back of your closet. Yeah. So any, anywho, uh, we're, <laughs> the, finally the – Here we go again. Anywho, go ahead. Finally, the insurance guy admits, yes, this wall is wet somehow. And – so it's the wall that's shared with my closet and the bathroom, and the bathroom is tiled, right? Yes. And so, no fun. No right. Fun. So we don't want to attack the leak from the bathroom side. We want to attack it from the, from, from the the closet, closet side. side. So, so I empty all of my clothes out of my closet, and they come and they take away the faux wood or the paneling, as some may call it. Uh, Most. And Most they start. The uh, they start breaking apart the the wall. They're just searching for wherever this water is coming from, and indeed, 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 Dusty. and noisy. And uh, anyway, they come across for some Did reason. They put uh, plastic up to block the the dust coming out of the room. Nah, no, 
Yeah. It the dust uh, went throughout your your home. My my master bedroom. <laughs> but Subpar. It, but it but wasn't they kept it in the bedroom. Yeah, it wasn't. It was in the bedroom, and and it wasn't like it. It, the pieces that fell were like fell to the to the floor. They could have protected the floor better, but it, it's also the floor inside the closet where most of it actually fell. Yeah. So uh, not that big a deal. But anyway, they they started breaking through this wall that uh, turned out to be brick on the inside, and they discovered this pipe that was going through the wall like at eye or chest level for some reason that doesn't need to be. It didn't need to be at that level, but they found that there was this pipe that was made of copper, this particular kind of copper that in Spain they call it uh, sweet copper. Uh, sweet? Sweet like candy? Copa de dulce, yeah. And it, but dulce is also what they call like fresh water. So I don't know. It's, and the plumber guy that was there said, yeah, this kind of copper after, tw- after 25 years, it sort of becomes porous and is going to leak. Uh, because it's not as good a copper as what I'm used to. Because it's it, yeah, because it's cheap copper, I guess. Uh, so anyway, he identified where the leak was and had to go back to his warehouse to come and get a piece to to patch it up. And he patched it up, but left this whole sort of open space where he had where he had exposed where the pipe was, which you want access to. Well, you should put a you should put a panel there that you can screw in and screw out. You shouldn't build plaster all over it, or you should always make it easy to get at that plumbing in the future, as long as you're at it. Okay, this is interesting. This is very, very interesting. That's what the plumber said. The plumber yeah. said, the plumber, after spending an hour and a half breaking through the, the wall to get to the pipe, uh, said, look, if you're just going to put this panel up again, I wouldn't plaster over all of this pipe again. Yeah. Uh, and, right. um, and screw it and don't nail it in. Right. And so anyway, uh, my wife That's does n- not agree with you at all. She, what? Well, That's ridiculous. That's irrelevant. Her opinion doesn't count. Okay, I did not say that. Dennis said that, and because she's wrong. Like it made sense to me, but anyway. Did so, you bend? did you bend? Did I say yes, dear? Yes. Don't we all? No. Okay. No. Look, I don't no, know anything not, about this well, 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 stuff. Me, not all the time. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about this stuff. I don't really. I don't really care. You don't look, care. Look, the. It added extra cost, extra material, extra work. No, 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 no. This is this is this is in theory uh, the insurance is paying to fix this. That's it's. Let me tell you that from a plumber's perspective and a homeowner's perspective, particularly since I do some of the work myself, is that one of the problems of fixing plumbing is access. And if people who are building a house don't provide the access, which many of them do, through a panel that can be unscrewed on the you know like our in my in in the house and that we have in town here, the bathroom in the first floor shares wall with the, with the, with the library room. So in order to get at the plumbing, of course, just like you say, we didn't go through the tile. We took the tongue and groove pine out of the library room. Right. And then cut the plaster out with a big saw. And I said, when this goes back up, don't replace the plaster, just put the wood on so that if anybody ever needs to get at this, they're not going to have to make the mess we made. And that's what, and that's what they did. And, uh, that, that, that so meant. is there no is there no benefit gained none. by none. hold on hold on by, by plastering it up none by covering the pipes so that no. I don't know okay listen here's the thing we need to understand about pipes and concrete walls and everything that is tell me, tell in me, our tell house me. right everything has to breathe just like you do <sighs> and the less that you're if you have a basement wall 
that's built out of huge stones and mortar and concrete in between the stones to hold them up and you don't paint it, it will breathe because there is a porousness to the concrete, not to the uh -huh. stone. But as soon as you put paint over the top of it, that moisture has no place to breathe. It cannot breathe. It's no place to go. So what it does over time is it crumbles out and destroys the paint. And whenever veneer you decided to make it look better, instead of, here's my question, what the fuck is wrong with the look of stone and concrete? Why does it have to be painted gray in this case or white or whatever? And once you paint it and once you do shit with it and it starts to crumble, you've got to keep mean? it up. So back to my story. Uh, okay. That was, that was a lovely was, interlude and I agree with all did, of it. You didn't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling the love. But, I feel like I feel like you know. No, I, no. look, I don't, I don't, I don't think you should paint I, I thought I, wood I thought and concrete. I heard this when I was talking, but, but I'm not, I'm not all together. No, you're sure. doing the sound effect now. That was on. That was not there. Uh, so the, so they took apart one of our. So it's uh, it's three closets together. There's a two door. Uh, closet that opens like this and then there's the, the one door closet and then there's another two door closet and they took apart my two door closet and the whole back wall was all covered in mold and and wet and shit Ugh. and does uh, that answer your question as to why you don't want to put the stuff in there again well they, i mean they they found they found the leak they claimed yes. to have found the leak and uh i mean clearly we have to put the paneling back on but uh it's also is very clear to us that whatever uh shit was happening behind the paneling that we took off it's fixed. uh well it well yeah hopefully but also it's very clear that the paneling of the next closet over also needs to be taken off to like to let it dry underneath to well because it's moldy too probably right exactly uh yeah. so anyway well, the... so let me let me tell you that the, well, the thing in general is that if you if you've got um studs and in between the studs you have access to your plumbing then the application of a certain kind of paneling ensures not only access, but a very firm wall that in fact is just as firm as if it were plastered. And the stuff that I've used is a paneling that's a quarter or an eighth of an inch thick paneling that looks like wood. When you say fall wood and I say paneling, you know, make a distinction though that some paneling is actually is absolutely fall wood in its design meaning that it looks like barn wood is the case of this stuff is. And it's realistic, particularly when you paint it. And, and it looks like, you know, not that you want to do that inside your closet, but my only point is that the thickness of the paneling ensures not only that you've got a firm wall, which is everyone's point. I'm sure part of what uh, your better half is, is considering. Here. No, it's not about that. It's more about, she's more concerned about the uh, isolating the pipe away from what? I don't know. There's, there's the the insurance guys are implying that because the wall was uh, cold because of the water, there was condensation from the air that is what caused the mold. No, what caused the mold was there was no way for that moisture to to move out of the, the right. Exactly. The air. Exactly. I, I agree completely. And but they that's... keep using the word condensation, which uh, seems condescending to me. Uh, <laughs> but listen and, to this: what I've done on walls that need to breathe because they're concrete or whatever, is that instead of using just regular old paneling, I use paneling that is punched with a million holes. It's called pegboard. Right. And that pegboard allows everything behind it to breathe. And it also has the incredibly, incredibly extra added benefit of being a repository for any number of hooks and shelving that just snaps right. into place by, 
using those peg holes, which creates a wonderful opportunity to rethink parts of your closet. If in the back of your closet, for example, you've got clothes that are hanging down and there's room, you know, above or below the current rack, well, move them down and above it. Use the pegboard, put in your shelves, a little place for your ties, place for your cufflinks. All my ties, yes. Where you hang, where you, where you hang. I have, your, I have a whole separate closet for my ties. French uh, berets yes. and, uh, and uh, well, uh, Portuguese and Spanish berets as well, I'm sure. No, so so anyway, t- today uh, we, uh, we had the insurance guy come over again and we wanted them to like remove the panel from the second uh, yeah, side of course. part so that it could breathe and, and like dry out. And they told us over the phone the other day that it was going to take like two months for the wall to dry out properly. Uh, they're, and- they're, they're misunderstanding. You're, you're, it, it, the, the wall, in fact, will never dry out, quote unquote, properly. Right. right. I mean, yeah, forever. Yeah, for sure. If, of course. If, 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 the, if the moisture is in the mortar and the plaster, the destruction right. will be different instead of wet and destroyed it'll be dry and destroyed but right. it will be crumbled so and that's the problem with that but anyway today we had this sort of confrontation with them oh where they because this is the people from the insurance company and they want to do the least fucking possible work possible uh because that's what they're you know they their their annual bonuses are based on how often they can say no and uh so we were telling them look you know, the, clearly the the damage from this leaking pipe, which is covered by our insurance, has also you know made the wall behind this other panel wet, and so we need to take off that other panel to dry it out, and and they were very, very uh, condescending, uh, as in like you fucking idiots don't know what you're talking about, uh, but we stood up for ourselves, and they kept talking about uh, how mold and spores and stuff work. And, you know, my wife is a veterinarian and knows all about biology and she pulled out some like water, uh, water actualization, I don't know, some uh, water activity is the, is the word, uh, like knowledge about, well, actually, if the water activity is below seven, well, uh, so this, but they didn't want to do They didn't want to do anything. And finally, after like we had this confrontation with like raised voices and implications that you people don't know what you're talking about both in, on both sides. And it was really one of the more ugly conversa- conversations I've had in, in, in years where like talking with someone yeah. and having them tell me that I'm an idiot and, you know, no, he didn't say that he called it. Idiota? He, he, no, it, the word was not used, but he said, look, uh, you know, he was, he started talking about, uh, you know, fungal spores and stuff and and i said something like yeah we know about biology and he was like well you might know about biology but i know about what the fuck i'm talking about when you don't and uh there was it was very it but got you heated. won the day it got you heated but in but in the end they said look fine fine we're, we'll take away this other panel and we'll let it dry and then we'll put it we'll put it all back but well it so was frustrating to this... have to fight to yeah Certainly. Well, and you held your own and you, you held your own privately because your wife did some good research, as you say. And this is why it's so surprising to me to hear her think that somehow you need to reapply plaster and close in an area that obviously has to breathe. It has to breathe. Wood would be better. Wood would be better. The other thing you can do is put wood in there. Tongue and groove pine. Easy enough to take out. Screw it in instead of nailing it in. That's a, yeah. And when you're showing your house and you say, oh, you know, I've lived here for the last 
47 dads. And one of the things that came in handy a couple of times is you go in that closet in there and those panels come off. And there you've got all your plumbing for your bathrooms. So there's no mess. There's no fuss. It's yeah. quite a feature adding to the value of the property. Yeah, I I suggested that and... Uh... Not, not, not particularly strongly worded. I could tell from your, you're kind of looking no, down no. at your shoes right now. I no, I, I, I said, look, I'm just saying. You folded. Yes, dear. yes, dear. If we can go ahead and put plastic back up, I don't care whether there's condensation and the pipes can't breathe. It's worth it to have peace with you in our home. More or less, yes. Uh, I'd, I'd rather have more work for the future uh, uh, person coming to fix this than work for me now. That's too funny. You're funny. You're funny. Hey, man. It's uh, it's life. Oh, so um, what else? Uh, 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 so oh, I recommended this TV show to you, but uh, you can't well, see it. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that, but I, 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 I did a search in the two channels thinking, well, maybe he meant Showtime, and it wasn't, it wasn't available anywhere. And the only thing I can tell you is that my access is bad or your information's wrong, but it's because it's been too soon for it to have been on and is over. Right. So it, you know, it was released apparently in, in Australia uh, at the beginning of the year. And then and it took a while the It took March. a while to get to, to the U.S. in March. And then it just now debuted uh, here in Spain. It, it came over my newsfeed about a month ago. So it makes Did me it? think that. Uh, okay. But, so anyway, but having it, it on my newsfeed is a general communication as opposed to actually seeing it on my on my cable. Right. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's this show called The Tourist. And it's, it's one the of the. The actual dental tourist I found. John Hurt, who passed away. Let's do a shout out to John. Okay. You John, know John Hurt. I know John Hurt. He's not hurting anymore. The big chill. So, uh, this anyway, as I was saying, it's uh, it's this show called The Tourist, and uh, it uh, the the premise is there's this guy that um, that has amnesia in the outback in Australia. And has to sort of piece together what is what who he was or whatever. And it's this sort of I like I love this genre where the uh, where the protagonist is sort of as clueless as the as the viewer. Um, yeah. Where you're where you're sort of following along as they're figuring out what the fuck is going on in the world. But right. uh, I don't know. I have like the first two and a half episodes. So. Well, I'll I'll look for it. Uh, I again recommend to those who can see in it. In fact, there's a there's a movie. One of our favorite actors is. Uh, um, done a movie one of my favorite actors and the movie is called A Ghost Story and the two stars from Ain't Them Body Saints Casey Affleck and uh -huh. uh, the actress's name is uh, Rooney Mara yes Rooney Mara so after they shot Them Bodies Ain't Saints the same director took them over to Texas and on a, a incredibly tight uh, little budget, uh, filmed a story about a couple where the man character, who we only know as the man, a man, Casey Affleck, dies and becomes a ghost. And the thing that you know from the poster of the movie, let alone the trailer, is right. that the way they depict him as a ghost is his sheet. body covered in a sheet. Or with something and, covered in a sheet. Pardon me? Not necessarily his body. Right. Uh, what, correct. The Casey Affleck's Just, uh, being, his being, his being under is uh, under the sheet. And I've read all sorts of stuff about it in terms of what they're, you know, it's very fascinating. I want you to take a look at it. Uh, if it as, as a bit of homework, 
knowing that there's some news info out there about what it was like to direct Casey Affleck <laughs> under a sheet for almost the entire in, entire movie. Hold on, I I don't want I don't want to know any more than that. Uh, <laughs> I want to see it, and then we'll talk about that, what okay. it's like to direct someone under a sheet. Okay. Because uh, what you're an gonna, interesting you're, you you uh, and let me let me predict this. Let me just predict this. A scale of one to ten, rave ten being that you're raving crazy. That's the best movie of Modern Man. Um, this is going to be in the higher in the higher uh, two, the higher eight ish, eight ish okay. nine ish area. You're going to like this this much when you ponder it. It's a pondering kind of kind of movie, and it's oh, I love pondering movies. Well, it's it's just it isn't rushed, which we talked about before. You like a little bit. You could I think you get bored a little soon. It's your lower uh, attention span. That's known in lower species of nearly every beast on Earth. So um, the, the, the the top cast, the characters that are played are Doctor, Little Boy, Man in Wheelchair, Gentleman Caller, Mover, Making Out, uh, Magician, and Prognosticator. Prognosticator. No and this. just wants to dance. Know this. And Spirit the Girl. Prognosticator is the key to the entire movie when he speaks. Listen carefully. I mean, that's what I've been telling you this whole fucking podcast, but... The whole series? I am the prognosticator. <laughs> when I speak, you listen. I am the prognosticator. When I speak, you must listen. Prognostication. Yeah, so uh, what else was I... Uh, oh, 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 here it is, here it is. Here, here it is, so, here it is, bring us home. How much, did we, how much did we both love? The funniest president to ever... Be in the White House. Fucking love that video. Fucking kill it at the at the at the fucking and his writers are so good. He is such a good delivery at the uh, two year reunion of the passing of the ACA. Um, I've only two no, or whatever. Or, or hello, uh, six eight six years. Yeah, six remember years. we had a doofus in the meantime. Yes, that's right. And uh, and uh, uh, even the one that the spoiler alert is you know I mean it's gone viral is when he was talking about how hard it was to pass it and the fact that they passed it. Yeah. The quote that I think we've talked about where Biden leaned yeah. over to him and said to him, this is a big fucking deal. And the mic picked it up. Yes. And it was this whole controversy. And Obama in his, his speech says, I got to tell you, when we got it done, as one very famous man said, a famous it was American. a big deal. <laughs> it was so funny. And then, and then Joe went and like Catholic crossed himself. Oh uh, God, did he? Yes, is that what you, he did. Yeah, he was. Oh Lord, great, great. That, well, that, so that's funny a together. that's a some good uh, some good stand up material there. Oh yeah, he's like so I'm, funny. I miss I miss Barry so much. Uh, and he, and and of course it it immediately reminded both of us of the tape beyond tapes, the the funny beyond funny at the uh, correspondence roast right. where Obama roasted Trump and caused the man to run. For president, yeah, potentially, clearly, yes. clearly, yeah. it, uh, yeah, history is what it is. It was a pretty good opening line where he was like, uh, you know, thank you here, Vice President Biden, and Vice President. Oh wait, that was such a good line where yeah. he, he called he called Joe Vice President. Well, nobody knew what to think about it, and and the funny thing was that they didn't get it, and the funny thing was he knew they wouldn't get it, and right. he looked at them deadpan and said, "That's a joke." And, uh, so this was totally scripted. And in fact, you knew that it absolutely was not. Yeah. It absolutely was not. And he went over and gave Joe a, gave Uncle Joe a hug. 
Yeah, we'll a, see what the fuck happens. Effortless speaker in the future. And he's yeah. such a he's so thoughtful. I he's he's amazing to me. Yeah, there are so few humans like that, and the fact that we were able to get one of them elected is super special. And the fact that it was you know the first black president is extra yes. special. But yeah, it. But you know, talking to Michelle and, and and whatnot, they are so not interested in ever doing that ever again. Yeah, and but, did you did you see the uh, the advertisements, the trailers for the uh, the uh, uh, Showtime series called First Ladies, or maybe it's HBO First no. Ladies. Have not. Where an, an incredible ensemble cast of women who are playing verse ladies. Oh my God! And the trailer, you got to see it. It's astounding. Uh, Miss uh, Gerald, Miss Gerald Ford. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Peggy Ford? No, uh, Betty Ford. Betty yes. Ford by Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> um, the woman from the X Files playing Eleanor Roosevelt. What's her name? Gillian uh, Anderson. Yes. It's she. It's, she played. Uh, she played Margaret Thatcher in uh, in the Crown. Yes. 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 She's a incredible actress. Um, and uh, is it Davis? Octavia Gina, Davis? Gina Davis? No, no, no. Octavia Davis playing Michelle Obama. Uh, uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, I've got the list here. Uh, yeah, Jillian Newton is uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland is Franklin D. Roosevelt. Yes. In a transformation that is shocking. I mean, just shocking. Just shock. I can't wait. And and listen, man, as we speak, you recall in one of the earlier episodes when it was the fall, the morning doves came and were out on the wire out here. What just landed out there is the first robin of spring. Huh. Well, you know what else is happening as we speak? Uh, my parents are about to get on a plane in Charlotte and come here. Oh, man. They are landing tomorrow deal. morning. That's a big deal. So it's going to be exciting having the old uh, parental units around. Yeah. It's so good that when they uh, when they come and see the kids and it's all family and it's. Yeah. My, you know. my kids are all like, why can't it be tomorrow when grandma uh-huh. and grandpa are here? When, uh, your kids, when your kids say that, you just need to look at them and say this, say this, say this. Gotta keep those a good vibe. Vibrations are happening to you. Vibrations are happening to you. Gotta keep those excitations happening to you. Hey, I saw Whiplash. J.K. JK Simmons, you've seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Back oh, when my I was, God. I've uh, never seen it. Oh, man. I've Five never seen it. I was it crazy. in fucking tense. I was crazy it was that actor learned to play the drums for that he didn't know before are you shitting me I, that's that's the story i heard yeah well uh, what do you think jk simmons knew about conducting jazz sure exactly so he, well i got an academy award for that yeah best actor but what a uh best yeah sometimes best supporting the, actor sometimes you get the award for being the biggest jerk I mean, for acting the biggest jerk. Oh, man, it so, was bad. Talk about that language in cancel culture today. Yeah, oh, my well, word. You would so, get the podcast award. What else, what else for, came uh, to the news was, uh, what's his ass is retiring the comedian, uh, Jim Jim Carrey. He's retiring? Yes. So he says, okay. or as I like to say, so he threatens. Um, and you know what he said was interesting? He said, you know, at the end of the day, the world has had enough of me. 
Well, that's been true for a while. <laughs> he did. Uh, he came back, you know, for the. Uh, Jim Carrey uh, says he's probably retiring from acting. I've had enough. The cable guy came back for the Super Bowl commercial. Did he? In the best Super Bowl we've we've ever seen in our lifetime. He he lost so much of my respect for supporting his wife Jenny McCarthy on all the anti-vax bullshit that like actually kills children. Uh, <laughs> like I can't I can't get with that. If that's your stance, you know, fuck off. Who's this? Jim Carrey. Oh, he did. I didn't know that. He's super anti-vax because his because his wife got you know uh, Jenny McCarthy known as being a Playboy model and nothing more than that uh, was going on all the talk shows and Oprah and all that shit talking about how vaccination is and blah 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 bad and uh, of course he's his wife he's his he's her husband and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that that whole anyone participating in that movement, I think, is meh. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. So, well, speaking that's, that's of my uh, speaking of fucking them, uh, Trump seems to be sizzling a bit. Around. Low, low, low numbers of people at rallies. Lack of interest Aww, in who he supports or doesn't support, and an increasing vocalization by potential opponents who are trying to out-Trump Trump in the case of DeSantis, the Florida governor, who is hard hard to hard to think about this, but may be even a bigger asshole than Trump. Hard to, eh, probably not, but yeah. he's trying to out-Trump Seems Trump. impossible. So how, two things, the, um, that SNL cold open with Trump, where that oh, I sent God. you, that it was Did Fox and Friends. I sent it to you. You sent uh, it to me. It was Fox and Friends, and they Best were like- ever. And, and and they were like, so those darn Democrats want to say that you were trying to, you know, do a violent coup for the on on January sixth, and he was like, yeah, violent coup, uh, coulda woulda shoulda, you know, it, that would have been great, you know, violent, you know, back in the day they used to just line people up and be like, pow pow pow, and then you know you were done with all your enemies. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Well, uh, and, the, and the, what I like about the dudes, it's not only his voice, but his delivery. He doesn't, he, he looks somewhat like Trump. He looks like Trump may look in about 10 years. Actually. I don't know who, who, who that is even. Uh, uh, I've seen, uh, I've seen a uh, little uh, clip. I suppose Alec Baldwin is like in hiding now after his like, uh, uh, yeah, he's Alec Baldwin killed a guy, killed a woman with a gun. Yeah. So I think we're not going to see much of him. Him and Will Smith are going to do a movie together in 2029. <laughs> Is yeah. what the, the plan is uh, to make sure that they be on the arc of their uh, the damage that they caused. Uh, so, fuck. Where's the other well, thing I my friend, talk about? I've got to I got to move on to the oh, well. to the pastures of the uh, external vicissitude. Man, the grass is so sweet in the pastures of the external vicissitude. Oh man, you got it. You got some it. sweet grass, man. Gotta keep those a good vibe. Vibrations are happening with us. Gotta keep those good vibes. Now, what do I do to end this thing? I don't just shut it off anymore. I can't do an abrupt ending because I'm supposed to just let I'll it press stop and you let it sit there. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friends. All right, that does it for episode number 149. You can find these show notes at happyhour.fm slash 149. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour. And if you give at the gin martinis level, you can watch 
actual video of our calls, which is exciting when Dennis has to pretend to kill someone from behind with a uh, broken bottle. See you soon.